If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. Are you a fan of narrative-driven podcasts but looking for something that's funny? Well, why not check out a new podcast from CastBox called This Sounds Serious, The Case of Daniel Bronstadt. The show pokes fun at the mystery and crime genre in an amazing way because it delivers big on both laughs and story. This will become your new can't-stop-listening podcast because it is truly unlike anything you've ever heard before. Download This Sounds Serious wherever you get your podcasts and check out www.thissoundsserious.com. All right, let's do it. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton. Welcome to the show. Today, I chat with comedian Suna Bilstead. Uh, she was most recently on an episode of Comedy Central's Corporate. Uh, Suna is an example of somebody that I did not have a good first impression with many, many, many years ago. But very soon after, I became a huge fan. And we discussed that. And I kind of prefaced that without telling her why uh, I wasn't a huge fan of hers uh, initially. So I think... She didn't remember because it was a long time ago. Maybe just made more of an impression on me uh, than her because she probably wasn't aware. Um, so I kind of, I don't know, I kind of had her shook, I guess. Not really. She's a very cool cu- She's very cool, I guess. Like, she, she could be in a gang. I don't know what kind of gang, but she could definitely be in a gang. But uh, I talked to her, and she's great, and I find out um, very interesting. Like, things I was just like, I had no idea, but I guess that's why I have... So I have people on um, because I want I want to know and 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 I hope that you'll uh, you'll also enjoy the information. I guess um, I don't know if you could tell by my voice um, or my vibe, which is um, pretty much always the same. I'm in Las Vegas currently. I'm doing this in Las Vegas. Um, uh, it's my birthday weekend. I guess I don't normally do. Well, I go to Las Vegas with my wife a lot. Um, so we just happen to, you know, make plans to do, um, my birthday in Las Vegas. Nothing crazy. I'm, I mean, I'm recording a podcast. So to let you know how crazy I get. And then I had like some pizza, maybe I had like an extra slice of pizza. So, uh, that's kind of where I'm at, but I'm currently in Las Vegas. Um, so when you're listening to this, uh, it will be my birthday. So if you're like, oh, I didn't get you anything because I don't know you and I don't care, which is the right response. But if you want to do something, if you want to um, go on Apple Podcasts or iTunes and, and rate and review uh, the show, it's super helpful. It takes a couple of seconds uh, if you want to. Um, speaking of that, uh, Friends Without Benefits is back on New and Noteworthy, at least as of yesterday. I don't know if it's still on there. I don't know how quick it changes. Uh, but it's very cool. I mean, it's definitely not new. Um, I don't know how noteworthy it is, but I am happy that it's there. Um, I have a couple more uh, uh, shows booked in um, June now, which is good. I'm getting June booked up back at the Comedy Store, back at Flappers. Uh, and I'm also going to be in another week or so. I'm going to be down in Florida, so maybe uh, visiting my mother. So maybe I will record uh some of this down in Florida and see if you can catch that vibe. But uh, let's get into a very, very, very non-Florida vibe and uh, get into it with Suna Bilstead. You would, like, save gum on your... (laughs) I'd save gum, like, right here on my, like, little, like, where people do coke off of, but no coke, just gum, just disgusting old gum. (laughs) And then I'd snort it up my nose and then swallow it that way. It was just like a gum shortage, or were you just like frugal? I think, I think I think there's just like an innate frugal frugality. I was raised by like uh, sort of cons- conservative hippies. Does that make sense? Like hippies that are like, into conservation. Yes, thank you. But you're you're okay. So I okay. So it's interesting. I know you in like these kind of for a long time, but mostly of you 
and I have different kind of memories, you know, and I'm gonna <laughs> here to fill in those blanks. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a bumpy ride. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it's not gonna be all, you know, coke cans and you know whatever it is <laughs> that you're into. Yeah, I'm into coke cans you're particularly. Coke hands. Cocaine. Coke, 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 coke hands. Yeah. Oh, I live. <laughs> you know how like you spell things out in your mind yeah. to, to have them make sense. Yeah. No. It's... I just spelled out coke, comma cans. No. Coke hands. hands. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, you're from New York. Yes. Yeah, I knew that. I, well, I moved there when I was 10. From? Denmark. So you were born in Denmark? I was born in Vancouver, Canada, actually. Oh, my God. Ugh, I know. We're not all I can, I can leave. It's really, it's boring, obviously. I don't want I mean, some immigrant on my podcast <laughs> taking up podcast space from Americans <laughs> from New York, which is where I thought you were from. I am. You move there at 10 years old, you go to public school, you get beat up all the time, you, you become a New Yorker pretty quick. I got, listen, I got beat up before 10, all right? 10, really? Yeah. Look at me. You hear my voice. You think I didn't get beat up before I was 10? Did anyone get beat? Oh, that's 10. Oh, mm. like, like, oh, right. What? Well, yeah. I was in a gang. That's why I got beat up. I got jumped into a gang. I don't understand. <laughs> okay, so well, you're born in Vancouver. Yeah. Okay. So I lived in Vancouver until I was eight, and then my dad's Danish, and he was like, hey, man, we were like poor, <laughs> can't afford this house anymore, because he like lost his job, you know, it's a little shit. Let's go to Denmark. Uh, just because he was Danish? Like in the same way that like I'm like, I think Russian, I'll just be like, I'm going to just kick it over in Russia? No, he's he like fan. straight up Danish. Though. Okay. He like, gr- you know, he grew up in Denmark. He's like, he's, we're all immigrants. Right. He's, he's, he's a straight up Viking. Okay. Yeah. I, I uh, dated an, uh, an au pair that was from Denmark. Back when I was living, was in that New York. in your fantasy world? No, it was in my did? real world. Believe, listen, I know when you hear things who from me. Who dates an au pair? Who even says au pair? That's I didn't. Au- I learned that word from her. Uh, Do you want to want to make that it also work? during a fantasy? No, here's the fantasy part. <laughs> the the uh, her like uh, uh, ha- like host uh, family or whatever in New York. Um, the mom was very hot. <laughs> Uh, this is seriously what? sounding no, like a part, porn uh, no, that I watched no, two days ago. No, no this is real. It, but the, well, this part's not. This is this part is only in my mind. Is I was like, <laughs> wow. I was like, the mom is like really. I mean, I guess it makes sense. She's hot. It's like that they can afford to have an au pair from Denmark. Uh, um, are you suggesting that only hot people are rich? Yes. They they've a re- they deserve to be rich because they're hot. They've earned it. Oh uh, well, what? you're not rich. That was really a compliment that I meant to say for myself. Okay. But then uh, that would sound conceited. And I actually think I'm not at all attractive, so it doesn't matter. I, I listen, we're going to get into your stand-up in a second. Um, uh, we're going to get into that. <laughs> oh, we're going to no. get, get a lot. No, but I really Shit. thought, I was like, oh, wow. I was like, I wonder if, like, if this mom <laughs> is going to be, like, into, like, is going to try to have, like, a threesome with me? Didn't happen. But that That's part was you... a fantasy. Yeah, that part that part was a fantasy in my mind that for for like a second I thought could be real, um, but it wasn't real. No, that didn't happen. But I did absolutely. I did date a girl that was from Denmark, and she was an Opel. She was an Opel, yeah, Opel. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, int- yeah, it was how very old was she? Uh, She's twenty one. Okay, I so guess. she was over eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm really just trying to poke holes in your story here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't understand. Just... Are you trying to catch me? Are you, are you, are you a don't... narc? Are you not here to narc I'm trying to catch you in a you porn fantasy. What can I tell no. you? I don't believe you. I don't no. believe you dated an au pair that was 21 and had a hot home. Well, mom. yeah, she was, the mom was very hot. Maybe they were just fooling around on the side. Oh, do you think so? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Hey, man, that's where the hot's at. Well, you know, because you lived in Denmark, so you have the you have the ins on that. So you're from Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Actually, my wife is from Calgary, so like we've got connections left and right here. Oh, that's where my mom grew up in Calgary. Okay. It's a very bizarre place. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's kind of conservative. It's very for for so far as Canadian standards yeah. go, I'd say Calgary was yeah. the, was the is the most conservative. It's like of the, the it's, it's a Texas of Canada, right, or something to say. <laughs> I was going to say Florida, but then that okay. makes it sound horrible. Yeah. There is no Florida in Canada. Yeah. There is a Texas. So you, do you, how, when did you leave Denmark? So I left Denmark when I was 10. So I lived there for like, for two years. And, you know, it was like a Dan- Danish girl. And yes, I could Did you speak it at all? Or? Yeah, it was fluent. Mm-hmm. I did, I was actually forgetting English when I moved to New York. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so you moved to, where'd you move to New York? The, like, Lower East Side. Okay. 
so that was fun. What made them go there from – it's just an interesting – like just – Yeah. No, yeah. I mean they're nomadic people I would yeah. say generally. They're yeah. kind of – like, you know, they're like, oh, this is getting boring after a while. Let's shift it up. But Denmark, it was more like my mom – was like, oh, hey, we're going to get a divorce if we don't leave here right now. Okay, cool. <laughs> not that it's not a great place. It's a beautiful, it's apparently like one of the happiest places yeah. for people to live in the top five happiest places on earth or whatever. <clears throat> but my dad kind of like really soaked into his Danish yeah. Viking roots and was like staying out Where's late your mom from? partying, whatever. My mom's Turkish. She lived in Turkey oh when she was a kid. And then she moved to Calgary when she was like eight or nine. So... My mom had a sister named Shayla who lived in a six-floor walk-up in Manhattan. Okay. That was your inn. That was, that was the family inn. inn, yeah. That was the family inn, yeah. And, and she was kind of like, had lived there since the 60s. The neighborhood was like really shitty. It was still pretty shitty when yeah. I moved there. Um, so she, you know, so it was, I was surrounded by lots of like, you know, 60s East Village I mean, it was shitty types. up until, I mean, you know, Giuliani cleaned a lot of it up, but it was still kind of shitty up in, into the little mid-late 90s. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah mid-late 90s. I mean, sh- I don't say shitty, like, I actually liked it. Then. Yeah. <laughs> but I know that. Less gentrified, maybe? I don't even, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not pro-gentrification, yeah. so, but I'm also pro th- change and yeah. things getting better, better and safer yeah. and healthier and right, yeah. obviously I think there's like a, a institutional way to make that happen without kicking out uh, people that live there and yeah. people that don't have the money to afford yeah I mean it was like yeah it was really bad um, so you what was is that where like New York really kind of where you found because you went from Vancouver to Denmark when did you start like become you I would say New York I yeah. mean I definitely was like it was a it's very you know, jarring experience because Canada's obviously super white. Denmark's the whitest of all the whites. Yeah. <laughs> of all the combination of whites, the non-color white. I guess white's not a color and neither is black, right? It's not a whole Right, thing. yeah. I don't know. We're not going to get into that. Uh, I just thought, I just read it recently and I was like, really? I just didn't buy it. Someone just said it to me. I was like, I've heard that before and I Googled it and it was like three in the morning thing. Anyway, who cares? Uh, so yeah, so showing up in New York, all of a sudden I was like, hey, what's up? We're all cool. I mean, I was just like really out of And you went element. to public, you went to like PS whatever. Yeah, like the worst one. We had to actually, my parents lied to get me into the one in Chelsea instead of the one in my neighborhood, which was like also 500 times worse. It was like yeah. the worst. We had to lie to get into like the worst school. And what was that? So what were you like in there? Were you? Uh, I Well, I was just like, you know, I kind of showed up with like, you know, pink patent leather boots that I thought were cool and I was like didn't understand that you know the racism of America I didn't understand the inherent institutionalized very mm-hmm. deep-seated shit that was going on at all at 10 years old and I was like oh what's it like why aren't we all friends I don't understand why is this happening so I you know it took me a minute <laughs> and then you didn't you just you came closed off no, uh, I was definitely still myself. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like, I think it was actually very helpful to me to kind of go into it with this. I wouldn't say ignorance is bliss, but it was definitely, uh, maybe it was a little bit of that because because of that, I treated literally because I just did not know any better because I was from another country and I didn't have that like American specific type of conditional racism. Are you a citizen? No. Oh my God. It's disgusting. I have a I'm policy ashamed. on this podcast only Citizen. I should have lied. I'm a liar. Yeah. Only in regards to my citizenship. Yeah. I'm like ashamed. I'm like I like feel involved in yeah. politics and my American wife's not a government. Either. But it's pathetic. I've been here a very long time. Yeah. You know what? It's actually expensive. And I think I'm it just, is. It's, you have to you have to jump, jump through some hoops. I mean, I don't mind. It's just you know when do you like you're like oh yeah I have an extra thousand dollars lying around that I want to spend on a document. <laughs> Listen from a take it from a white straight. Male citizen comedian in Los Angeles. Yes, it's hard. Okay, life is hard. <laughs> life is very, very, very hard. So, uh, in New York, I think we're like, pretty lucky. Uh, in New York, like, so what did you like? What were you into? Like, when or what were you into at that point of your life? Were you like, oh god? Well, I were mean, you I, rock and roll? I wasn't rock and roll. I was pretty hip hop, obviously, because it was like the nineties, yeah. and it was. That was Tricol a, Quest was bumping. All that. Yeah. I got, you know, I got to see lots of like cool pop-up shows of all the, you know, all the popular bands at the time. Hip hop was pretty much my thing. I mean, I think in junior high school, my thing was really just surviving. Yeah. Um, because it was like that. Uh you know, drugs, hanging out. My parents didn't believe in um uh punishment yeah. or discipline of any kind. So I didn't have a curfew. So I was like partying and going to clubs and shit. 
at 13. Getting into some trubs. Yeah. And everything's open late in New York. The bars are open late. And then there's like always after hours. Oh, my God. Were you you into the rave scene? No, no rave. You know what? There wasn't really a rave thing in New York. Because like, I guess there maybe was in like the Brooklyn. But no one was going. There was no dumb. Like the dumbbell parties that I would go to were like the scariest shit in the world. I was in New York a couple months ago for a job. And I'm like, what in the? I hadn't been to Dumbo since. Yeah. I don't know what, what's Dumbo. It's like down under the Brooklyn Bridge. Okay. It's basically it's okay. it's like the new Soho. It's the yeah. fanciest shit I yeah. ever saw. And I've like I was like, wait, I've used to like go to like illegal parties yeah. here. You used to like get hooked on cigarettes down there, right? <laughs> used to OD on cigarettes. But I was still a good kid though. Yeah. Like I didn't do a lot of I didn't do coke till I was in my late twenties. Right. I haven't. Yeah. I'm, I was like a good kid. So your so your but by, by your parents' parenting style was actually. Non-existent. But it was successful, though, in that sense. <laughs> Only because of sheer luck. My brother yeah. and I are very just, we're, we kind of, it, it was a little bit of the, uh, par- like, we parented them a little bit. They're a little children Yeah. I mean, I love them, but they're a little bit like, I, I think that the whole, like, oh, we're hippies and, like, we don't believe in punishment. That was really just a are ruse. They, are, your parents, are your parents in Pink Floyd? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because they just seem like, really, what are, like, what did, what's their jam? Their jam is basically like we don't really know what to do with this whole parenting thing, yeah. so we're just kind of kind of pretend like we have all these philosophies. What's that their really like, match? What's their trade? Do they have like a trade? My father uh, is retired now, but he was an architect, yeah, carpenter. He's yeah. taught me like my carpentry skills and stuff. He's the one who's like taught me all my like handyman stuff. Yeah. Uh, my mom is basically all around. Uh, Painter, Reiki, tarot. You know, she jumped around. She's worked on occasion, of course. She was like, you know, whenever we needed money, she actually worked. But we lived on very little. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, um, what did do you kind of find the arts? At what point did you did you find that in New York? Yeah. No. You know, it's funny when I went to uh, when I was a kid uh, in like some point in my childhood. I don't exactly remember when the movie came out. Fame. When the hell did that come out? Nineteen eighty. 1980? Yeah. The first fame. Oh, I didn't see it in 1980, but I definitely saw it later. At some point in my life, I saw that movie as a kid, and I was like, I want to go to that high school. And we were so far away from the possibility of going to New York, and I ended up going to New York. So I always wanted to do shit. Did you go to that school? I did go to that school. Okay. But it was just like a weird thing as a kid to be like, I want to go. And my parents were like, that's not happening. And then all of a sudden, we're like, holy shit, that's happening. So yeah, art art was very much. Was that school? The school? It's a high school performing arts, but now it's LaGuardia. I mean, it was been LaGuardia for a long, yeah. long time, but so what's it? What was it like being there? It was cool as shit. I mean, no education really, but yeah. Do you just like break out into song all the time? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I was a dance major the first year, so I was a dancer. I was like a big dancer. So when I went to like uh, junior high school, I used to go. I was like in a professional dance program, which, by the way, was real hip. Like the local Danish white girl getting in a school bus to be removed from school to go dance ballerina. Could you imagine yeah. how they wanted to kill me? Yeah. Rightfully yeah. so. I mean, I wasn't trying to be annoying. I didn't know. I was yeah. like, what's up? But I tell you, that that got me, you know, that got me in with certain groups because I could dance, you know. So it was like a whole, the whole school was very segmented into the most like cartoonishly racial, exactly stereotypically like segments. Mm. So what do you want to do? Like, what was your goal from there? Like, like I want to be this. I want to do that. Uh, what do you mean? I want to. Do you, do you want to be like? I you still wanna... don't know when I want to be this and do that. I mean, you're like, I want to be like a movie star, or do you want? I want to be on Broadway. I or... didn't want to. I did not want to go to school, and I just thought I'd be like chill. I mean, I told my parents when I was ten, I was like, I'm not going to college. And did you end like, up going? No, I should have. I feel like a, a fucking loser. You seem like you went to college. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, it's a shameful thing. I really feel bad about it. Like I really because like, you went to like a pretty whatever. rock and roll. You pr- went to a pretty cool high school. I did go to a pretty cool high school. Obviously, there's a lot, and then we did learn. We did have some good teachers, mm-hmm. and my parents were. Smart. We always had like interesting conversation. We read. You know, they taught me to like. You know, we had lots of. It wasn't like we sat around dinner and talked about the television show. We were yeah. very. Involved in, you know, my brother's super smart. But no, I didn't, I felt like I just wanted to like go and explore the world and like travel and like be an artist. And and then you're like, oh, college at least means you can get like a temp job. (laughs) And you can read. (laughs) I mean, it just, I mean, the only need, uh, yes, the only reason I've ever really wanted to be A was just like to be able to get like a temp job. Yeah. And maybe go to grad school for some other career. God help me. So what did, so what did you do (laughs) after high school? I worked uh, and saved money and traveled a bunch. 
took acting classes, tried to like. It is in New York. Into, yeah, it was all in New York. Okay, I didn't move out here until like later in my in my twenties. Well, because I feel like you, we probably both moved to Los Angeles around the same time. I would imagine. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. God, I was thinking about. It. I was like, I don't even want to think about that. Let's Could not you, do that numbers yeah. thing. I yeah. don't like those people. You know, when you go to like a, I have a friend who does that. She, I go to a, every time I go to, her, she's like, I've known her since we were. I'm like, could you shut? Yeah. Up? What is wrong with you? I want. I mean, I don't, I didn't, maybe I want to lie. Yeah. What's wrong with lying about your whole... Everything. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a liar about most things, but God. But I want to be lied to. That's the problem. Is I want to be, I want people to tell me things that aren't, I don't care. You want to be lied to? Yeah. Oh, I definitely don't want to be yeah, lied that, to. That date was great. Yeah, you're really funny. Or like, oh God, like I, you're going to be, what, yeah, I want to hear that. I don't care. What do I care? I, but what about, what about when you know you're being lied to? I guess I want to be, the only time I want to be lied to is if like, I feel like lying can be a form of respect. Yeah. So like if someone's late and they're like, I want you to, I want you to give me a drama, dramatic story. So just so you're like, I really give a shit what you think, even if it's complete bullshit and they were like napping and five seconds ago. Yeah. I want to just be like, oh my God, like I, you know, I couldn't find my keys. Yeah. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh yeah, tracker, tracker, trailer. Exploded right in front of me and I had to save a couple (laughs) lives and then I got here. Cool. Um, oh, thank you. So you, what, what made you be like? Well, I'm in New York. I'm, I don't know what you're. You're like traveling. What does that mean? Oh, I just backpacked and shit. You know, I did the whole backpack through Europe and places. And, yeah, you, you did know. that like cool thing that I mean, I went. I felt I, to Europe very too, cool but, at uh, the time. Yeah, <laughs> I did it alone, which made me even cooler. That is very, very cool. Yeah, I went. Uh, yeah, I had a different yeah. story, but. Well, no. I mean, it's pretty. I mean, I don't know. I felt like a, as like a nineteen-year-old kid. It was pretty. That's girl. Like yeah. a long time ago. I felt a lot of hostels and stuff. Yeah, a lot of hostels. Yeah, but I, you know, funnily enough, and I don't know if it's New Yorker or my mom's influence or what, but like, I didn't really, I never really related to like, um, not that I didn't have horrible things happen to me that happen to women all the time, obviously, but like I didn't, I never carried that energy with me. I didn't feel like I was like walking around the streets like, hey, I'm a woman. Like I didn't, I didn't ever, I, 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 my mom, I don't know. I think my mom is very not, like, I don't think she connected to her like super feminine self. So I feel like she always kind of put this, helped me to kind of formulate an identity that was based on just like, maybe it was just a fantasy, but like, hi, I'm just Suna and I'm going to go travel. Like I didn't think about it like, Oh, I'm a woman. Like I'm gonna go travel. I mean, if I had thought about that way, I may not have done certain yeah. things because it probably was smart not to do certain things. Do they? Do they want you to go to college? Do they push that at all? Or no, I'm still mad at them about it. Yeah. Actually. Why didn't you push me harder? You know. I know. I literally am very actually mad at them. Yeah. I talk. About, I mean, we're close, and I give them shit all the time. My my teachers were like, "Please make her go to college. She's yeah. like smart and shit. Like, what's wrong with you?" And they're like, well, "We don't know." Again, back to like the we don't know what to do about it. Anything. Do you think that's a, uh, like, is that a... Taking my jacket off because yeah. I'm hot. Before we get back into my conversation with Suna, I want to talk about one of our sponsors, Hims, a new wellness brand for men. Okay, so do you think about hair loss? I do every single day, and I have honestly probably since I've been in my early 20s. Um, I have tons of insecurities, and uh, now... Science is amazing. The internet is amazing. And HIMS really uh, harnesses all of that. I mean, 66% of men lose their hair by age 35 or younger, as some of you probably already know. And when you start to notice your hair, it's already too late. It's not like, oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll get to that. Um, and it's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost. You just, you don't want to look... You don't want to look like some of those, you know, somebody who looks like they just put like a, a wig on their head. You don't want to be one of those people. Well, I got a solution for hims.com, a one stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well known generic equivalents and name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. It's no snake oil pills or. Weird stuff you find on a message board. Uh, Prescription solutions backed by science. No waiting room. No awkward doctor visits. Save hours by going to 4 It's very easy. You answer a few quick questions. A doctor will review it and can prescribe you whatever you need. Products are shipped directly to your door. And that's usually the thing that kind of keeps me from doing (laughs) anything. I want everything easy and delivered. All right? Order now. You get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost 
hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash friends. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash friends. Forhims.com slash friends. All right, let's get back into it with Suna. Guys, I'm really oh, everybody. Sweaty. She's wearing a tank top, which is very rock and roll. No sleeves, right? Breakfast club shirt. I mean, you know, not the yeah. band. You know, there was a band called the Breakfast Club in the l- mid late. I'm a music nerd. Are you a mer- oh. music nerd? Yeah, a so mer- a murd. I murd. I didn't mean to say that, but a music wow, nerd. Yeah, there was a band called the Breakfast Club in the later. They had a song called uh, "Right on Track." It was like a pop song or whatever. So, what do you? So, you're a memory retainer. I'm just when it comes to like I'm also very old, so I watched MTV like when it literally yeah, but first you started. Still retain the information. Yes. I yes. probably watched. I don't retain information. I do. Yeah. Yeah, is that time. a brain sponge? Is this like something you can learn? No, because there's plenty of things where I was like, I don't remember what that. Like, I'll look at a picture from like five years ago. I was like, I don't know when this was taken. So you um, remember retain things that you give a shit about? Yes, and usually random music kind of trivia yeah. is one of those things. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, okay, so what? So what makes you go? I'm in. You know, I'm doing the cool New York thing, hip hopping around. <laughs> I, I guess I, DJing. I, we DJing. I was a funny rabbit. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. You were like spinning with Jabot, at some club. Jeans. <laughs> I, I re- honestly like it's like a couple blunts. You're one of those people's like all these things you're saying. Like I, it's kind of what I imagined, and then I kind of imagined that you just kind of did all. Like yeah, I was DJing at this place for a while and like <laughs> producing some stuff. Then I was like, I'm gonna get out of here. You know what I mean? I like honestly was I've never been a cool person, and I so really? recognize the appearance of cool is you yes, know half absolutely. the job, but it is not true. Yeah, I have this it like not kind true. of. Theory about people where I'm like, there's people that oh, oh that person's cool, but th- then I'm like, oh that person's cool. Like there's something about them that's just. Oh, I'll see like a couple, like a co- cool oh like couple, those cool couples. and I'm like, oh god, they're so cool. I want to be in a cool couple. Oh, they're so cool. And you, I can think you could think I'm a piece of shit, and I'll still think you're cool because you just have transcended that thing. But in what my mind. makes what is it? I don't know. I, I don't. Please, it's not. Let's break it down. It's because there could be somebody else who looks and dresses like you, but they're not cool. It's just there's no formula. It just think, is. I, it's like sexiness. It's like the, it's like it, it, yeah. it, it's sort of like it just either you is. And if you try, I think the thing is, I think what we're trying to figure yeah. out is if you're trying to be cool, yes. you're not cool. Yeah. Cool is really just like an innate thing. I think it's also just like a comfort with yourself. Like I like yeah. this thing, and I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. I just maybe it's just like not give a shit what people yeah. think. I also just make us. I'll immediately make assumptions hmm. about you, like that you right. This is the kind of person you are, and we're going to get to that. Oh, because we're going to cool. get to my earliest memory of you. Oh my god! Oh, I don't want to know. It's not going to. It's not going to be good. Is it bad? It's not going to be good. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Oh no! Yeah, but it's not oh, going to be good. Fuck. Oh great! Yeah. Well, just get to it. Well, no, was, not I there yet. <laughs> I wasn't a shithead. What to you? To somebody else? Oh god! You trapped me. What did <laughs> I do? I've never been. A, oh fuck. <laughs> All right, I can take it. Okay, so why don't you tell me before I New York. on this podcast that you were setting me up? It's an ambush. This is a bit of an ambush, a tiny bit of an ambush. I can't believe. Hold on, it. we'll see when we get there. Didn't we used to be neighbors? We were nice. We were neighbors. I'm, we're gonna get there. Oh God, that's so mean. That's like <laughs> someone. That's like when you're dating somebody and you text them like, "Hey, are you free on Wednesday to talk?" <laughs> yeah, and it's Sunday. Yep, yeah, you don't have to wait that long. Ugh. It's going to be a matter of minutes. I just want to get it there. It feels like four days already in the last There's two minutes chronology of having this conversation. to this. Okay. I didn't realize this was an audition. <laughs> I'm basically, now I'm like auditioning to make you like me before you talk, like attack me. It's like, you're at a point where you're like, oh, I hope I don't seem shitty on a podcast. <laughs> I, I don't care. I'll, I mean, it's okay. I okay. don't care about. So you're hip hopping around New York. What makes you... <laughs> Like you think, you know what this is like? This is like when they say to a jury, "Oh, strike that from the record." Yeah, yeah. And you watch off record. Yeah, you watch the thing, and you're like, "What? What? Oh, oh, oh! The jury's just rope. Like, uh, yeah. what planet can you strike anything from a memory? Yeah, it yeah. doesn't exist. No, no, I don't want you to strike it. I want you to have it. No, uh, I. But I'm. I can't talk to you anymore now because it's in my mind. Is what I'm trying well, to say. Well, we're gonna get. We're pretty much almost there. Oh my god, it's ambush. Ugh. So what made you want to move to Los Angeles where you met Jason Horton? I guess. How about we'll get? We'll, I'll make it go faster. Oh god, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I moved here because I didn't want to live in New York anymore. Okay. And I Same had here. a boyfriend at the time. Oh, did you follow him? 
Well, we moved out here together. We like moved in together, yada yada. What's he doing now? Are you doing specifically? No, 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 no. He's great. I just talked to him the other day, actually. He's uh he's like lives in Hawaii with his long term girlfriend. He seems he seems like a happy person. We hate her though, right? No. That sounded like my mom. It was horrible <laughs> what I just said. No. No, I don't even know her. Yeah. I, I've never met her in my life. Do you ever I stalk think she's his, fine. Do you ever stalk his no, I don't. Yeah. I the, he's not the person I no, stalk. I yeah. mean, I, I don't. We you know we had we were friends afterwards. It was fine. It was so like, you have stalked people on, but he's just not one. Oh of the God, of course. Yeah, I mean, you have to. You have to, right? I, you got to know yeah. certain things. Yeah, but I've gotten caught a million times. <laughs> I have nothing I ever do is not cool. I mean, I get caught. I obviously get caught because I'm here now about to get busted <laughs> for something. I don't even <laughs> think I. I'm already gonna say now. Uh, I'm going to try. Here's what I just want to say. I'm going to try to be the way the person I want to be, which is like takes things in and not to be defensive. But I'm also reserving the right to be somewhat defensive or at least explain my position. I'm just saying that ahead of time. Sammy, get ready to bring in those sounds I wanted you to bring in. Remember I told you to bring in those fart noises? I'm going to try to do both. I'm going to be try to be like a mature person. I like to like get better as a human being generally. It's hard to do. So when you moved to LA, was it like, I want to be in the entertainment biz? Or you just like, I want a new, new, like... I moved, uh, well, I mean, I was already kind of trying different shit and just like, oh, I just want to be artistic in some array of experience. I I didn't really know. I wasn't like, no, I never thought like, ooh, I want to be like a A never star. No, I mean, no, no, that was not really a goal. But I just felt like, you know, when you're in your hometown, where are you from? Uh... I was born in a little bit of me. I was born in New Jersey. I wanted, yeah, born in New Jersey. And at ten, I moved to uh, New York, but I moved to Orange County, New York, near Poughkeepsie. Oh, I thought you were just. Play- I was like, wait, no, what? no. I seriously, I, I think I did know. I knew you were from Jersey. Yeah, and then I moved, and my my dad and sisters, some of my sisters are still down there. And then I moved to an area. Uh, lived, in, uh, went to high school in a town called Newburgh. Okay, um, nice I feel like that sounds familiar. Yeah, it's usually in one of the top ten crime. Per capita in the United States, most crime-ridden <gasps> cities. Yeah, really. Because well, people from New York, people from New York move to New Jersey, right? And then, yeah. or from people from you know, and then, or they move to upstate because they can't afford it. They get priced out, right? Yeah, you go from you know, go to West Westchester, you go to Rockland. No, yeah, you, you move, push, move, push, 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 push. And there was just a lot of gang, and there's a lot of uh, crack and drugs because it was they can do their business uh, in that town because there was just less, you know, less sure. of maybe of. You're when wait, when you say business, what do you mean? Crack, business? The crack business. Oh, the the business of the crack. Crack cocaine. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> there was actually a documentary on HBO. Hello, I'm the CEO of crack cocaine. They, they uh, thwarted a terrorist plot that was on. There was an HBO special about it, and it was in Newburgh at a Denny's in Newburgh is where the plot <gasps> was happening. I used to go to that Denny's all the oh time. Oh my god! Yeah, so it's really? a big crime. How did you air- feel like growing up there? Did you feel it affect you, or how did you feel like? It- yeah, I got like a gun pulled on me. I got beat up. Yeah, uh, got in a lot of trouble. Yeah, uh, got a lot. Got a, never did drugs at first. I mean, I never did drugs or drank or anything. I was straight edge. Yeah. Oh, sure, scene. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. CBGBs, man. <laughs> Uh, but I went to the city by – I remember being in the subways in like the 70s. Like I remember that far back yeah. and then like I just remember like the porno theaters and Oh all my that God, 47. Yeah. Yeah. It was like – and then, you know, when Giuliani came and started cleaning oh, it he, up. Oh, he and, changed everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a fan of his, but I mean he no. did do it. Uh, by the way, yes. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah, you yeah, yeah, I just no, said no. he changed everything like it was a good thing. Yeah. I mean it was actually a horrible thing. He's yeah. the uh, – Horrible. Piece of horrible, y- yeah, shit. Not even human um, shit. But uh, so interesting. And, so, so not okay. hardens a person. Yeah, I mean it's you know. I mean it's not hard, but it, it it affects you as a it, it point shifts of view. your yeah. whole yeah, yeah. your attitude. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um. So you're in Los Angeles, right? Mm-hmm. You take class at UCB. <laughs> I take class at I O. But you also took class at UCB after doing I O forever. Yeah. Right. I met you initially. I my oldest memory is that we were in a UCB class together. The one that was on by the Grove. No, was that the Franklin? I swear, I'm almost gonna say you're confusing me for someone else. No, positive. You you. (laughs) Which level was it? Because I feel like I took one. I, w- I took one class with Natasha Leggero, hilariously. Yeah. I'm, she had never like done yeah. improv either, and she's yeah. like, "I'm bad at this." Yeah, I, she's. Really I'm po- bad. We took improv class, and together. then that was that one. Yeah, and I feel like I only took two. I didn't do the whole program. No. I remember because do you remember? Do you remember Steve Green? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he, we were in that class together. I have no recollection. Of okay. That. Okay. And well, he, yeah, then I might be not helpful. Maybe I was like, yeah. Uh, and I remember being like. Thought you were really funny, but I, you seemed like you were kind of like, 
over it. Really? Yeah, like oh, really funny. over. I was like, "What is this girl's problem?" <laughs> you and you were not mean to me personally. Oh, good. You know, not not mean to me personally. But again, this is not. What, what do you think? I would really say something really bad on here. You think I'd really say something really yes. bad? Yes. No, it I actually would be okay with it. I was very eye rolly. I was very eye rolly with you. You know, it's funny. I do remember feeling. It's no. I listen. Let me just be. Yeah, let yeah. me stay first of all. Yeah. I this is honestly one of my favorite types of conversations, yeah. and I'm not even shitting you. Yeah. I fucking love when that shit yeah. is revealed, yeah. and I almost prefer it to be revealed in the moment. <laughs> yeah, and nobody. I've had problems with people yeah. because I do. I yeah. am a fan of direct communication, yeah. and maybe it's like an East Coast thing. I yeah. don't know. I would have loved if you had said to me at that time, "Hey, you have like a weird, like kind of bitchy, aloof attitude about you." I would have absolutely been yeah. like, "Holy shit." I'm obviously, I'm feeling so insecure in this class. Yeah. I'm feeling totally, I remember at UCB, I felt really left out. Which is, I felt, which is, which is everybody's feeling. Sure. I just, but I, but even more so because I didn't feel left out at IO. Yeah. So I was really shocked at how like, unfucking cool I yeah. felt. Yeah. And I was like, why does everybody hate me? And then I was like, you know, and so it becomes this like, thing you know i god i mean i listen this is not it's not the first time i've heard sure, that sure about i'm sure me. yeah i mean i didn't you yeah. know people wanted to keep kill me in high school because i thought i was like being i was like i'm literally not oh god it's often t- very tough thing so i remember being there and being like uh but by the end of the class i remember something happened where we all kind of talked and you were very like human you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was like, this person's all right. But you got sometimes like <laughs> it's so from cl- you know those classes are like three hours long, whatever, two three hours long. So a couple of classes in a row, and it's kind of like kind of like what is her? Why is she making such a big deal about all this stuff? <laughs> but you've been in class before. This you've been. There's been other people. What was like, I doing? What I don't was I making a big deal about? Oh, I that's was so just funny to like me. not having it, or like ugh, like like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, very like uh, you know very. Comedy class pride problems, but I remember us having a conversation. I remember telling Steve, I was like, I was like, she's not that bad. I was like, she's just like a ray. Like, I just, it's like, she's just, I don't know. Then you just became kind of just like human. I don't know what it was. Um, but the first, I remember being a couple of classes, me being like, what is this girl? Is she gonna, like, maybe you'd bring, like, oh, like, Ray, uh, what, something like that. I'd be like, oh, come on. So it was like that. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I wonder what, I, honestly, I wish, I wish we could, who is the teacher? Maybe that'll help my brain. I'm trying to think of the teachers I've we had. Oh wait, was it? Did we have a class at like Danielle the other? Schneider? My, no, I never had a female teacher. Um, who's level? F- I'm trying to think. Who a level Will f- uh, McLaughlin? Yes, maybe. I I'm think it was to... Will. Yeah, because that's I. I think I really only took two UCB. Yeah, then maybe. It, it and was the some... first one was yeah. the old one with yeah. Natasha. And I know you yeah. weren't in that one. No, no, no. Oh, that's funny. Um, no, now. I'm like now I'm flashing back. To, I really do feel like I was having such a hard time. Yeah. It was a bad time in my life yeah. too, probably. Um, yeah, I had a hard time that too. I was like dating a girl that was there and then she was like going off and doing like – she was going off and like being really successful within it. Who were you dating? I'm not going to mention it on here. I'm sure I know. Oh, it's on here. But yeah, I think I, mean, I know. Okay, I'm glad yeah. I asked. I and I was just going through – I'm totally cool now and it was a lot – it was – 99% me, you know? Mm-hmm. You couldn't see that then. You know what I mean? You can't see it then. Of course. Um, so I was having a tough time myself. Um, and uh, But then we were cool. And then I think the next time I remember seeing you was at like a Taco Bell party. <gasps> oh, that's right. Oh, my God. That was so long ago. And that was so long ago. But I remember I, us we've talking. We've seen each other since then. No, but yeah, yeah. But I don't think we ever, I think because of that situation, it was like, oh, hey, oh, hey. I remember talking. I was like, I was like, I was like, and you were very cool. I was so happy to see you. Yeah, no, Legitimately. you were very, And I was like, I was so glad to talk to you because it was like one of those things that was just like, I don't know, it was just very like a refreshing kind of thing. And uh, like, again, I just thought you were very cool. Like the Fonz. Do you know what I mean by that? When you're a kid, you're like, the Fonz is so cool. You know, Henry Winkler, real life is like, I'm, just, I'm so just a Jew, fun. Henry Winkler. I have never been less, oh, that's oh, yeah. so, not true. Uh, um, well, you know, it, in my mind, you were, but it's not a negative thing. Um, yeah. and then, and then I, mean, I think that about a lot of people Yeah, that probably don't think that about themselves. I mean, it's just the way it's not, yeah, it's not for you to think you're cool. No, God, no. It's for somebody else. It's like giving yourself a nickname. You can't do that. 
Oh God, I've always wanted a nickname. Yeah, well, you, you can't give yourself one. I know, but you can't fuck with Suna. What people? Yeah, I mean tuna. That was the horrible thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's not nobody. But it's a, yeah. So you have like a cool name. It's just like a very like whatever. <laughs> a lot of like ponytail, like pulled back ponytail. Like you had to pull like a like a slick back ponytail. <laughs> Right, I wasn't like J Lo. No, not like, like J Lo, but oh it was no, cool. Ariana Grande. Sorry, let's let's. Uh, yeah, let's... she wasn't around. She wasn't even born then when this I, was happening. No, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, so I remember that, and then uh, I know you were very prolific in stand up, right? Uh, and you came from. I mean, I don't know which came first. I didn't know your like timeline with that, but then you, I knew you were in the improv world, and then you were doing stand up, and then I was kind of going through that. So you're one of the people that I reached out to and was like, "Hey, listen, you know, I don't really know." anything about like yeah except for knowing people and sure it's a it's a it's a hard scary weird leap why how how do i start i don't even know yeah yeah so uh you're just one of those people and you were very very cool and put me on one of your i did two of your shows at the comedy store you weren't at either of them i know then i went to one to support somebody else and you were at that one this i know that was weird timing that i wasn't there because i'm there always that was very bizarre what was your kind of stand-up trajectory like how did that kind of come you know, uh, you know, it's funny that we're just talking about the old improv right. classes because I like loved improv, yeah. but I just didn't feel it was too hard for me to like. You know, I think I felt so. Um, uh, I would beat myself up so much yeah. if I wasn't providing for other, like if I wasn't doing. You know, when they yeah. always say like you have to give. Right. I, 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 not that I want. I, I just didn't know how to like give enough, yeah. and I just felt like I'd leave and be like so. And I think so much. I look back at improv now, and I I think I was. Fine, but I definitely was not as good as I wanted to be, and I feel like I couldn't get there because my anxiety was yeah. just too much. And for some reason, stand-up felt like, oh, I can, like, torture myself alone. Right. I felt like I was not – I couldn't be responsible for the feelings of my teammates. It's just the audience that has to suffer. Fuck the audience. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean <laughs> – I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah. can't go out there thinking about the audience. In imp- you just can't. Yeah. That's not the whole – that's right. literally – the last, that's the side effect. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I think that's what I, so I did improv for years and I just was like, I can't, I need to just be in my own world of hell all by myself yeah. and I can like beat myself up about it and yeah, torture the audience of when I'm bombing. <laughs> but, so that's, so for me, I just sort of started, improv was like an entree and I would love to, I feel like I'd be better at improv now after doing years of stand-up. Although I did it a few times recently and I was like, no, that was... Not good. Oh, at the Pack Theater. Oh, God, I want to kill myself. <laughs> I was, like, dying. I felt like I was dying. It was not, I mean, it, I, it was not as bad as I'm saying it, but yeah. I was, like, you know that, you know when yeah. you first start improv and you're, like, your face is, like, hot and you're just, like, make this. I've always been amazing at it and I've never faltered, so now I don't know what you're talking about. It's like you take too many edibles and yeah. you're just, like, oh, somebody take me to the fucking hospital. <laughs> That's how I felt. Um, yeah. But stand-up, like, so you're, because I've seen you do stand-up. You know, um, you have kind of like a, 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 like a sort of like a nihilistic. A little bit. Yeah. And oh. I, that's what I like. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like, you know, I, I'm, I'm very self-deprecating. So for yeah. me, it's always like, kind of like a, yeah, just like, it's everybody else's fault sometimes. My kind of thing is it's like, it's every, no, no, it's nobody else's fault but my own. Right. Kind okay. Of, it's yeah. my bad. Yeah. Like, and just being a square. No, 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 it's the opposite of what I just said. But you seem like a nihilistic kind of, uh, kind of, <laughs> like you're not there to like, I mean, I haven't seen like, you know, all no, your minutes. No, I never, yeah, no, I, yeah. But I feel like you, it's what I kind of expected and kind of hoped kind of came out. I think it mm. all, and I think that's what makes it really work. Yeah, you know? thank you. Um, it's hard, this whole stand-up business. Right. And sometimes you're like, I don't know what I am or what, I was watching the Gary Shandling documentary yeah. and I'm like, oh. I started, oh, there. I, started watching I it. didn't finish it, but what I loved about it is that he didn't know what the hell he was doing half the time yeah, anyway yeah. and that's exactly, like it was very vulnerable and honest, at least what they shared with us because it was like, oh yeah, we don't, any like, any comic that like talks about like their, you know, if they know exactly what they're, I, I'm tend to not like love their comedy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a constant process. Sometimes, and you know, I'll I won't do stand up for like a few, you know, two, three months, and I'm like, oh wow, I literally don't know what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. then I'll do it. I'm like, oh, I do know what I'm doing. And then I'm like, oh fuck, I, who am I? What am I? I have yeah. nothing. You know, you go through so many phases. Maybe it's not for you to. to it's not for you to know that. It's for other people to know, like to say, oh, she knows what she's doing. I don't know. Well, yes, but the industry in this town and just the industry in general, it's something that I've always had a hard time with was like, you're sort of expected to kind of step out of your body and like know yourself. 
and like brand yourself. I mean, that's the that word is something that people talk about. Like, what's your and it's just I can't. I find it so offensive to the art of of sort of anything like a pain or any kind of art to have to step outside and like decide who you are. How the hell can you do that without being a total? That's part of my act. Is, is, is about my personal brand. I do with a bit of the whole thing. On right, there. but yes, <laughs> joke about yeah. it, of course. But like, really though, you are supposed to know. And I, I look at my like, I look at my years in LA, and I definitely feel like I didn't haven't like gone in the trajectory as much as I feel like I had opportunities to because I didn't know how to be like. Well, this is me. Like as a woman, like yeah. you're this woman, or you're that woman, or you're you're the you know. Tits out, tits in, whatever the yeah. like the the. It's just a lot, and you're just sort of like going. I just want to do my thing and not like think about that on a bigger level. But if you don't think about it on a bigger level, you kind of don't. Yeah. Get those a lot of the same opportunities. Have you? What, you're in the traditional world of entertainment. How have you? Like how have you fit into it all? It's that? always been. I mean, I definitely. I had some acting stuff, you know. I've yeah. definitely I've done some shows and yeah. stuff here and there over the years. Yeah. Big chunks of time have yeah. gone in between them, and I was much more concerned about acting stuff when I first got here. And I got to a point where one too many people were like, "We just don't know, like, like what to do with you." Yeah. You know, yeah. everyone's heard that. I mean, I've heard that <clears throat> from men, <laughs> my parents, yeah. and, um, agents, yeah. casting directors. It's pretty much. So if they don't know what to do with me, yeah. then what am I supposed to know? Well, you were just on an episode of uh, Corporate, right? <laughs> yeah, but it was like a cute little tiny little part at the end. Uh, honestly, like, that's you know. the thing. Perce- that's <laughs> but the per- you you say that to me, it's a huge deal. Seriously, right? I remember watching that. I, that that's the only episode I saw, and I was like, oh, Suna. Like I thought that was so cool. And to you, you were probably just like, you know, it was what it was. You know? No, I mean, I lo- I was so happy and like, yeah. obviously I was stoked that they were, inc- yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's not for you to like, be like, yeah, well, so I was just, you know, booked this huge thing. But it's for me to be like, that's really cool. Because my assumption is you're successful. <laughs> but for me, it's a little thing. Like, if there's it three is people, all perception. It's like still with like improv. It's like, if there's six people there watching and like, like it's still, that's six more people than none. You know, I have a very kind of like. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, that's real, but it's, I think it's called um, positivity. Yeah. And I have a hard time with I have that. an appreciation. I have appreciation for everything, I think. I, and I think it's also uh, my, back to the nihilism thing, like I have a really hard time just like celebrating mm-hmm. anything. And in that, I also kind of, it's a parental, it's a kind of a, my, my like I said, my dad's Danish. Mm. There's a very sort of like, uh, sort of a dark, kind of yeah. like the Danish. There's a lot of black metal the, the, in that area. The you know Danish what I mean? sort of like mentality yeah. is very like humble yeah. and and lots of humility yeah. and like not a lot of celebration. It's a cold ass yeah. climate. Yeah. So we didn't really like. I don't even really know my parents' birthdays. We didn't do a lot of like. So celebration yeah. is hard for me. So when it comes to like any kind of jobs that I understand, there's a part of my brain that's like, oh yeah, this is very cool. There's so many people that don't even get. Yeah. That opportunity, like if I do, you know, I do commercials and stuff. Yeah. We've probably seen each other yeah. at commercial yeah. auditions, right? Sure. I feel like I have for sure. Um, and you know, that's so, so many of us don't even get to audition for commercials. right. Yeah. And then you sit, you're like, wait a second, let's keep your perspective. Let's like, not you, complain about the things. No, we, yeah. I don't. I definitely not yeah. a complainer person because yeah. there was always going to be a time when you're like, wait a second, this is like, that's something. So what's going on now? What's like next? What's happening? Know. Live another day, oh, just survive, Lord. survival. Survive. Well, let's see. Um, I don't know. I'm well, just you're trying... doing like I noticed you're doing uh, like doing some headlining stuff at Flappers. Yeah, I mean, I that's cool. I mean, that's twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. I thought great. that was very cool. That's great. I loved that. I mean, you know, uh, it, I hadn't done I, honestly the last like year. I had been not doing as much stand up because I've been trying to write and stand up. It just doesn't like you know. It's it's like a it's like a non-fruit bearing tree at yeah. some point you have to be 100 i am one of those horrible add people that have ten thousand things and i never have put enough time into any one of them and with stand-up you absolutely have to yeah. but to me my perception is that you have it i did someone... for years yeah. and then i stopped so the last yeah. few years i've just been like you know i'm not like i don't work on it at all yeah. i still want to do shows and i still yeah. do but i'm not as like umphy about it so you're looking to like get your own stuff i'm just trying you? to write shit yeah yeah just trying to get, you know, web thing. Everything else is. I mean, yeah. that's what you're doing, right? You're yeah. like a trying writer. to get like a trying to get like a web series going, <laughs> like a webisodic what? or 
Info, no. infotainment, something one of those things. What are you working on? I do. I mean, I do a lot of like I do a lot of stuff with like uh, digital video because yeah, a lot you of... were you did so much. You have like a didn't you have like huge amounts of YouTube? I did. Yeah. I mean, well, how is of... that going? How does that translate? it all parlays into other things? I did a, I did a, a YouTube Red movie that's coming out. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. It's like it was like legendary. It's like a pretty. Big. It won't be in the. If it'll be in the theaters, be in like one theater once. I mean, but it's mostly for. See, that to me is. I always was incredibly impressed. Just to talk about perception, like all of that, like your your ability to stay focused and keep making content, even if you loved it or didn't. Like I don't even know how you felt about become a slave to the numbers a little bit. A hundred percent. But I I mean, I am not a slave to anything. I'm a. I'm a discipline. No. Yeah. (laughs) Horrible. So I just from an aside, I always looked at you and thought, mm. oh my god, like Jason's like kicking ass and like so impressive. With there's a lot the, of the there's amount. a lot of perception of that because it, 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 there's a lot I mean, of you numbers, may not have felt that way, right? Because a lot of you look at something, you're like that video has a million views. What does that really mean? It's for me. It's for you to think it means everything. It's for me yes. to know it means nothing. You but know? for just so you know, yeah. I was not necessarily impressed with the numbers because I don't know what any yeah. of that means. Yeah. I was just more impressed with the fact that you were so committed and yeah. stayed so true yeah. to what you were doing for such a long period of time. Yeah. So I'm still doing it like very a impressive. Of that. Yeah. That's awesome. And you know, um, so I think you're very cool. Well, I think you're very no, cool. No, you're cool, and I'm so sorry. I rolled. No. I made you roll your eyes at me. Yeah, I'm sure I've done that for me. But it was a it was a short. I mean, I think that's my first memory. I remember talking yeah. to Steve about it and being like, and then we found out. I was like, remember us three of us talking? Oh yeah. And then you and we were like, she's totally cool and normal. But you don't know that it was like towards like the end of the the you know the, the session of the class or whatever. Right. So all's well that ends well. I feel like I remember that. Yeah. It's so those are weird circumstances to meet people into, sure. and in in it's like meeting someone in like a group therapy session yeah, it's like yeah. I don't want to meet anybody but in worse there. probably but actually way worse yeah because those people don't admit that there's something wrong with them. At least people in group therapy yeah. are like, oh, I'm a huge mess at least you're actually being vulnerable this yeah. is like a bunch of people that feel very vulnerable but are completely trying to hide it with various degrees of defense mechanisms so where do we find your brand online <laughs> or do you don't care about that I really don't, you don't I mean I'm soon a I don't even have the same handle and everything <laughs> There was this lady. Okay, so I'm soon to be on Instagram. Who you know, whatever. It's not like I'm like some big grammar. Uh, Twitter. I'm the Suna because there's some Suna lady in Berkeley. Uh, oh, I'm gonna show you a picture when we're done with cool, this. Though, You're right? gonna die. Is she cool? No. Oh, she, Berkeley. I, you said Berkeley. She's not cool. I asked her for her my handle. Yeah. And she didn't even get back to me. I don't yeah. think she's on Twitter. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Suna. There I go. And like my, my website has like dates and stuff when I perform. Yeah. I've got right. some dates coming up. So. Yeah. Yeah. What's your website? Suna Billstead. Okay. Dot com. Yeah. It's my name. S U N A H. Oh yeah, it's not like the Suna Suna B and yeah. also Yeah. <laughs> dot com. Dot gov <laughs> slash org. All right. Well uh, dot US non citizen. <laughs> I feel like we yeah, yo, yeah, I forgot about that. Don't remind me about that. <laughs> America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.